Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. I'm so excited to welcome to the show today, Gus O'Philly. Gus is a real estate agent who sold, I'm going to tell you just a little bit of the, the end of the story. He sold 108 houses by himself last year, and he is a real estate agent. He's an investor. He has some unique strategies that I've never heard before. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the show, Gus. Hey, thanks for having me, Russ. Appreciate being here. And um, when we're talking about entrepreneur and being in the game of real estate, man, I got to run to the table every time to have that type of type, uh, that kind of conversation. So I appreciate being here. Well, you know, I love, I told you, I love, you know, four things. I love God. I love my family. I love fitness and I love real estate. So I'm super pumped to, to speak with you. And so let's just start off. Why did you, when did you get into real estate and why did you pick real estate and how did you, and then number three, how did you have such a fast success path? Just kind of tell us your story. Yeah, I got into real estate November, uh, November of 2018, as far as class wise, you know, before I get into that, I want to answer the next question you said first, though, as far as why I got into real estate. So, you know, in college, they're telling us, yo, you can work this wonderful job after you get out, use your degree. And my dad's an entrepreneur and my younger brother's an entrepreneur. But college somehow got me all fogged up. And next thing you know, I'm looking at I'm applying to jobs right out of college. And so I start working for a bank for seven years. And you got so much creativity that you're throwing at the bank. And then these are the rules, Gus. This is what you got to go by. And everyone, you know, I would see people retire and them talking about, you know, their social security and the retirement plan. And, I'm, and at the end of the day, I started looking at the numbers. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You know, I'm working throughout my whole life to get to this point to live off this bare minimum amount. So that's when I knew, you know, in consistent conversations with my brothers and my father that. I was going to go work for myself. So um, I started taking real estate class. Why real estate? My dad was an insurance agent. So you would figure I would go that route. But real estate just kept on popping in my head. I was doing a little research. And some of my classmates from the university got into real estate. And I said, let me dive into it. So I started taking a class, uh, passed the class, got my real estate license. I gave them the bank, which I was making good money. But you know, I said, hey, I'm out of here. I'm going to go work for myself and I'm bank on myself. And one thing I did is I took my 401k and I cashed it all out. And I said, this is a risk, you know, everyone should take in their life to go all in. And that year I got into real estate, 2018. Um, before I, you know, signed up with my brokerage, the one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to meet the real estate agents that were around my area. I wanted to what, see what they were doing online. I wanted to meet them because I'm kind of a competitive guy. So if, if you're sitting in front of me and you're talking to me, I'm getting the vibe of who you are, how you work and things along those lines. And the competitive vibe also has in the back of my head, can I outsell this person? Can I outwork this person? And I would talk to these agents 
And I felt more confident the more agents I spoke to. So I was like, yeah, real estate is different for me. So when I jumped into real estate, you know, I went full fledged as far as marketing. I wanted to go ahead and um, see what everyone was doing as far as marketing, pick things that work from what they were doing in my area, and then add on to the sauce. Now, I'm not from Maine. So Maine is more of a humble type area, but I'm from Connecticut, a city, Waterbury, Connecticut, where we are loud, we are, we are active, especially on the social media platform. So I knew I was gonna bring that combined with, you know, what Maine was doing and I was gonna add it together. And my first year, 2000, my first full year, 2019, I sold 50 houses. I won uh, rookie of the year uh, for the nation, for ERA, uh, the company. Um, and I just knew from then on, uh, real estate was what I was going to go ahead and do. But this is only the start of real estate. I know my eventual goal is going to be investing. So I'm uh, first year, I sold 50 houses. My second year, I sold 71 houses. Uh, last year, I sold 108 houses. Um, all that, you know, is fine and dandy, but I'm not even thinking about the houses I'm selling or the families I'm helping. I'm taking that money and I'm investing it to just what, like you do, Russ, I'm investing it into buildings, land, earth, something that's going to be there hopefully forever with my family. I love it, man. So you, you said so many good things in there. One thing you talked about was, you know, going against the system, as I call it, and, you know, cashing out your 401k, which, you know, to most people would be like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, a terrible mistake. That's what you're going to retire on. But, you know, I had this similar realization to you early in my career is that most people work really, really hard. They save their money. They can't get to it, you know, until they're 65, 62 and a half, whatever the rule is. And then the expectation is that you lower your level, level of, of standard of living and live off fixed income. And that just didn't make sense to me. I, I am of the mindset. I always want to grow and expand and get better and do more and have more and give more. And so I, I think it's important, you know, people, so many people, even entrepreneurs, and I thought this way for a long time, they're willing to give their money to, you know, a, a 401k or a, you know, investment, you know, banker or a financial advisor and, you know, hope that it's worth more in the future, but they're not willing to invest in themselves. And as entrepreneurs, you, you have to invest in yourself. You are your biggest asset. You always talk about that from a health standpoint, you're most, you're your most important um, investment. So I love that you did that. So I want to ask a question. How important you talked about you're, you're crushing it now you're selling a bunch of houses, you're, you know, number one agent in your company. How um, important is it though, to go from producer to investor and why? As an uh, entrepreneur? I think it was number, it was the number one thing I know it was in the back of my mind. I know I went from uh, a nine to five job that was, you know, paid biweekly to, you know, somewhat of an entrepreneur would be in a realtor, but I know even being a realtor, you know, you got to be smart. You know, you got every venture you jump in, you got to know what are the negatives that are going to come along with it. And, you know, this internet is a negative, you know, we're seeing Amazon, how many companies have Amazon taken out? Who's to say that being a realtor, there's no end life or uh, end shelf, I mean, a shelf life to it. So I'm like, okay, so let me come into this, give it everything I got, and then let me invest in something that no one can take from me. Um, and that's land and that's uh, buildings and that's investments. So right from the beginning, I knew that was my plan. So I guess I could have did more research at the beginning, but the bankers were telling me you need two, uh, two years of, uh, of being um, an entrepreneur, a 1099, a 1099 to be able to go ahead and start 
uh, buying real estate. All right, so I said, okay, cool. So what I'll do is I'll save my money up. And when that time comes along, I'll be ready. So in the meantime, in those two years, I joined a, a investment club uh, that we have in our local area, met a good amount of people. Now, they didn't know when I was helping them as a realtor, I was also educating myself. Now, they <laughs> they thought I knew a lot, but actually I was learning from them and I was you know, checking other um, YouTube uh, pages like Bigger Pockets and so on and so on, learning some things. So when I'm speaking to them, they, oh, this guy right here, he knows what he's talking about, but I was actually learning. But the thing is, I was able to go ahead and learn from them why they're picking up certain properties, why are they buying distressed properties, uh, the burr process, so many different options that they were doing. I was absorbing that. So in that two years, not only was I building my capital, I wanted to figure out how I was going to invest in real estate. So I'm able in the long run, when I'm 50, probably not even 50, 45, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to lie to you, Russ. Right now, sometimes I could just chill in my house and not even worry about anything because I have properties that are working for me without me having to look over them. But I'm talking about when I get 40, 45, I don't have to be doing being a realtor at a full clip. I can pick and choose what I decide to do at that time because I already have my investments in place for me to be successful. I love it, man. How old are you, Gus? All right, I'm 36. You got to stop talking about 45 and 50 like it's old, man. <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> I just messed with you. It's not, it's not <laughs> old, but that's younger when people, and especially someone who's working at 95, they're thinking 60, 65. That's when they're going to be able to put their feet up and relax on the beach. I'm thinking 40, 45, yeah. and that's still young and in your prime. You're right. And it's doable. You know, and this is, you know, I started getting to this whole entrepreneur thing and thinking about it in my early 30s. So I was a little, you know, late to the game. And man, I've just been I just trying to figure things out for, you know, 15 years. And really only the last about eight years is when I got that mindset of, oh, I need to become go for producer instead of just making a lot of money, you know, investing in my business to grow it and taking the money and buying stuff. I need to invest in at real assets. And, you know, I love real estate for all the reasons you're talking about so that it can produce not only passive income, so I can eventually have, you know, the freedom, but also be something that's indestructible and create generational wealth for my family. So I've been, so I, I wish I'd started sooner is the point mm -hmm. I'm taking, but for you younger entrepreneurs, and you know, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can do the same thing working for somebody else if you're in the right vehicle and you make a high enough W2. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, number two, number three, number 200 in the company, depending on how big the company is making a high income, but, you know, putting that into something that's going to eventually give you the freedom. So I love it, dude. I'm, I'm proud of you for, for, uh, you know, being in a position. That's something I want for my kids, you know, when they're, you know, 40, 45, maybe younger that they, they have that freedom and not to go sit on a beach that you sit on the beach. Sometimes There's nothing wrong with mm -hmm. that. I like sitting on a beach, but you have the, you don't have the financial stress and you can actually now go out and, really add value to the world because you're not worrying about paying your bills. 100%. And when you talk about kids, so um, I had a son, uh, he's a seventh. I just had him last year and I'm going to be having a daughter, uh, Zuri, in June. So my main thing when I was a kid, my dad, like I told you, my dad was an entrepreneur, is I always saw my dad working. It was never, he was just relaxing. He was always working, working, working. And I guess as a kid, you don't notice it as much, but as you continue to grow, you see what kind of work he was putting in to be successful. And I think that's what my mindset is. I got to be able to 
be able to continue to work and educate my kids. Hey, yeah, going to college, you know, getting good grades in school, those things are very important. But what's also important is knowing your business, knowing financial uh, uh, side of things, having mastering those. So when you have everything comes together, you see what your dad is doing, you'll be doing 10 to 20 times better than him. Because I think for every generation, the next generation wants their uh, the generation below them to get farther. My dad's always told me, I want you to be farther than me as far as, you know, success wise. Everything is not about success, but that's in my family. That's what we, we preach a lot because we're trying to create generational wealth. So he was like, I want you to be better than me. And my goal is the same for my son and my daughter, uh, for them to not have to start where I started, me be able to help them out for, to start at a higher point and from them to take it from there. Yeah, definitely, man. It's I think, you know, I don't know if you agree, being a dad, it, you know, or a mom is the hardest job in the world. And I know I don't do everything right, but I really try to instill, you know, being a good example, you know, in terms of work ethic and, you know, doing things to, you know, produce, you know, for the family and to, you know, provide and, you know, showing discipline and, and fitness and everything because they, mm -hmm. they watch what we do. And um, so let's let's shift gears. We were talking before you've got some unique strategies and and concepts in terms of how you market your business business so i want you to share those uh you know share some of those you know with with the audience and why you do it you know the way you do it and and how the geographic you know area in which you live plays into it yeah so i'm in the state of maine so maine's um a little uh i love the state is a little behind the time so Things that are popular, you know, I'm in masterminds with different people across the country. Things that are popular as TikTok and Instagram, you know, aren't the biggest thing as far as on here. Facebook is actually the biggest thing um, in this area. So I don't have an um, Instagram as of yet, and I don't have a TikTok as of yet. Um, so Facebook is something I jumped in the game, and I wanted to go ahead and get out there. So what I was doing is, similar to what kids are doing on TikTok now, is I was making funny real estate videos on Facebook and I was putting it out there to the world. Now, before I was doing uh, 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 in real estate, I knew I was in the transition to go to real estate. So I was like, man, I need to be comfortable in front of uh, the camera. So me and my buddy started doing like, uh, it was like a podcast, I guess, but we were just doing a Facebook live and we were talking about sporting events that were happening. And I was like, so you play this character and I'll play this character. Kind of like what you see with Stephen A and Skip Bayless, that kind of dynamic. So what, what that did is it brought his, his, um, his fan base, my fan base together. Now they got comfortable with me being on, on camera. Now, as soon as I transitioned into real estate, People are already watching me. So it was easy for me to transition to that into making funny videos and making real estate videos. Then I started sponsoring videos. You know, that's something that everyone does as far as sponsoring videos. Then I started doing giveaways. Then I started showing, once I started having the eyes on me, then I started showing closings. That's when my career changed because everyone's watching me do funny videos and that doing educational videos. But in the back of their minds, like, is this guy even doing anything? Is he selling now? My sell my my closings, I would show those and those would come in quick. So now people are like, oh, he is serious because I didn't have any clients that I actually knew that were like coming to me. say, like, Gus, I want you to represent us. My clients were all strangers at first. 
which I understood that was going to be the way because who wants to work with a new agent that might not be able to know what they're doing. So once I was able to get the strangers close with them and then show closings, that was the biggest thing. So for everyone out there who's in your business, you want to show results. Results are what would change everything for your business. The videos that are funny or humorous or educational, those are nice, but you got to combine them both together. Another thing I did was barter pages on Facebook. So uh, marketplace is what it's called. So I would post my houses on marketplace. I, I I would go on marketplace and I would see people posting like places to rent or posting just random things that they're trying to sell. I was like, man, what if I just, because these are a whole bunch of people that are on these particular groups. Why don't I just post my house in there? One, it gets my house out there. Two, now they're like, yo, that's the guy that's a real estate agent because I consistently kept on posting my listings. Then I went to my broker and I was like, hey, so because um, there's a rule at our brokerage, any house that's listed by any agent, any of us can share it on our social media platform. So I asked her, can I share these on you know, Facebook uh, on different group pages? They weren't my listings. She said, of course. So I would find the best houses people had. This is when I was at the beginning, the best houses people had, and I would post them in those uh, uh uh, group pages, then people would uh, send me messages. Oh, that's a nice house. Can we go see it? Of course. Uh, do you have an agent? No. Okay. I would love to go ahead and work with you. So that brought me a lot of traction also. Um, so those were some of the things I used uh, to help me out at the beginning of my career. That's great, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one you got to know where your audience is, you know, and we have uh, for my, definitely for my in-studio, you know, personal training clients, most of our clients are in their fifties and above. And so they're still on Facebook. Now they're moving to Instagram, um, you know, and, but, but most of them are on Facebook. So you absolutely, you've got to know, uh, you know, where your audience is and you've got to be creative. And then it's the, you said it, the same thing for us. I can do the funny stuff. I can do the tips, but people want to see, they want to see transformations in people's bodies, mm -hmm. right? And with you, they mm -hmm. want to see, you know, that you're actually, you know, doing closings, you know, helping clients out. So mm -hmm. I, I love it, man. So uh, how important, uh, Gus, is it to work as a business owner, as a producer, entrepreneur, you know, to take care of your mental, emotional, and physical health? Uh, very important. So um, I, I don't think I would be in this at where I am right now uh, if I didn't have my fiance as like for support, you know, especially at the beginning of my career, you know, you want to take off and which I did, but I wanted to take off right when I got my license and you know, be out there and put things on the contract. And it, it didn't work like that right at the beginning, like in the, in the first two months. So there was some, you know, some depression that settled in with me as far as, you know, maybe I can't do this, some, some doubt. As confident as I can be, there's always going to be some doubt, like maybe I made a mistake. Um, and she was there just to support me and keep my mental right and uh, be there. Her, my brother, my family, man, you if you got a circle around you, they're going to be your biggest cheerleader, your biggest support system. And as far as the mental wise, they were individuals who helped me out. Um, through that depression, my physical, uh, definitely, I'm a, I'm definitely an eater, Russ, uh, when it comes to when I get into depression. Um, and that's what happened. I, I, I gained a lot of weight at the beginning. Um, thing, then I started getting successful and getting busy. I gained even more weight. I added on a kid um, and I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so the beginning of this year with my kid being born, my brother had given me a real direct conversation. I knew I had to um, 
eat healthier and live a better life. Uh, so I'm down currently, t- I was 271, I'm 246 as of right now. Um, my wedding is in September. So, you know, I want to eventually get down to 180. I've checked, uh, I, you know, I follow you. I've seen that you're on top of your fitness. Um, it's a goal of mine to get back where I once was. Um, and I'm working hard to get at it, you know. So as far as your physical, definitely important. I think as far as in the entrepreneur's uh, mindset, because, uh, you know, if you can't get up, you can't get out there, you're not going to be able to be um, able to move forward. That's awesome, man. Congrats on your success. And, you know, I, I always, you know, say that you're without your health, you're never going to maximize your your business, definitely not your life. So congrats on that, that change. What what was it that was it your brother having the conversation? Or was it your, you know, child being born? What was it that made you say, like, I've I got to get this part of my life taken care well, of? My child being born, and then my brother said, you know, seeing me because like I said, I'm active on social media. He's like, do you want to be alive for your child when your child hits a certain age? Mm. and you know i might have been mad at him but the great thing about my brother he's being honest it's coming it's not coming from a place where he's trying to put me down it's coming from a place of uh being real and i gotta think about it for the long run you know because i had put kids a little older you know do i want to be able to live to see my kids you know eventually get married and that's what the goal is at the end of the day so i know i had to change my eating habits um so i'm doing i you know i'm I'm doing a very strict thing. Um, it, it, I don't know if you, what you'll say about it, but it's OMAD. Um, so uh, I'm doing that uh, two hour span eating. I'm doing a uh, half hour cardio. I just brought a bunch of things down in my basement for lifting. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pushing forward and it's like a mental reliever also. So I get my best thoughts as far as what I'm going to do in this business when I'm working out. And I never would have thought that ever in my life. Hundred percent. It all it all goes together. I get all my best business ideas when I'm working out. And I, I you do the best plan, the best fitness plan is the one that you'll follow through on consistently. So you, you've got a got a great plan, and and uh, congrats on that. So, in finishing out, what is some advice that you would give to you know the entrepreneur that's doing well, but maybe feels like you know they're getting punched in the face right now, whether it's you know challenges with you know inflation, rising you know costs finding people. I know that's a big one, you know, feeling, feeling, you know, burned out, not knowing how to get to the next level. What's some advice you would give uh, to them? Um, you know, the support system is definitely, well, let me say this, the most important thing you, you some people may not, you know, want to believe this is have faith. Uh, you talked about that being one of your four important things. That is the important thing. Have faith um, is number one, I would say. Then the individuals you surround yourself by, those are the people that are going to go ahead and, you know, keep it honest with you, keep it real with you, but also, you know, give their perspectives to be able to help you out more. The third thing I would say is we got tons of platform to for people to be able to elevate their games. There's YouTube, there's uh, social media, there's um, other platforms, uh, uh, Clubhouse. Um, actually, I, I spoke to Grant Cardone on Clubhouse. So, you, you know, how crazy is that? me speaking to Grant Cardone randomly on Clubhouse, but there's plenty of platforms for people to go ahead and get educated, to be able to go ahead and push forwards. So I would definitely recommend um, mentors, things along those lines, who people who have been successful are the ones that the ones you want to go ahead and speak to at the end of the day, because they already did it. So they can give you uh, what you need to get to that next platform. Uh, Right now, it's tough time. Inflation, 
uh, what I would tell to everyone is there's always going to be tough times. <laughs> so there's not going to be a time where everything's going to be open and you guys are going to be able to go ahead and, you know, just slide right in that you're going to get success. Hurdles and adjustments is what an entrepreneur lives and eats by. So everyone out there, just push forward um, and rely on your sources that you have. That's awesome, dude. That's so inspirational. I believe it. Iron sharpens iron. You know, I've been following Grant for about, you know, six years, started with the 10X rule, have done a lot of stuff with him and was actually able to hang out with him in the Bahamas. Uh, my wife and I with about 50 people in a, you know, close, you know, high end mastermind. And dude, being around uh, those kind of people is, is, you know, it's all the difference who you surround yourself. So that's amazing advice. I appreciate you coming on, Gus. Where can the audience find you to learn more about you, everything that you're doing and get some help in selling their or buying a house if they're in Maine? Hey, so you can reach me at ERA, uh, Gussel Philly, ERA Dawson Bradford on um, on Facebook, or you can reach out to me, uh, my telephone number 203-768-4134. I, um, not only do I do real estate, I'm an investor, but I also help people around the country who are real estate agents. I give them some tips and tricks to be able to go ahead and push them forward. Uh, so that's where you can reach out to me. That's awesome. Thank you, Gus. Loved having you on. Dude, I know you guys love the show, so be sure to share it out to others who are going to get incredible value from Gus. Rush Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit rushyeager.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag becoming titans. I love seeing you guys' posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to rushyager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.